When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you might be. Welcome back to episode 94 of the same old Arsenal podcast. We lost 2-0 and he's still getting backed. Uh, Unai Emery um, apparently has been backed by the board today. Um, I don't know what to say about that, but I'm sure we are going to um, get into it. Now, before we start, um, obviously... I have to do my bits and pieces. If you like a bit at the weekend, please uh, go and click the link below in the description. You'll see our partners, Fans Bet. Uh, click the link um, and select the same old Arsenal podcast um, as your beneficiary. And you will be helping people with every bet you put on. Um, our our beneficiary is Great Ormond Street Hospital. So every time you put a bet on, um, you're helping kids um, in Great Ormond Street Hospital. Also, um, another awesome giveaway for you this week, actually. Uh, just popping up on the screen there now. Um, this giveaway coming in um, from Mr. Memorabilia. Thank you very much for the, the opportunity to be giving these away. Um, a competition. You have to follow Mr. Memorabilia, follow the same old Arsenal podcast, and retweet that tweet that's on our, that's on our account. It's the pinned tweet. That's the only way you can enter is by following Mr. Memorabilia and us and retweeting that tweet, and look at those prizes. Um, I wouldn't mind them myself, to be honest. They're A4 prints um, of Dennis Bergkamp, Ian Wright, and Thierry Henry. A lovely prize. Get over there now, start RT in that. Uh, follow Mr. Memorabilia, winner next week. Gentlemen, Dan, how are you? Uh, yeah. I suppose I'm all right. Life's good, mate. It's just Arsenal, isn't it? That is the only thing. That's the only stress I have in my life at the moment. I am so happy it is an international break, and I never say that. I've had enough of Arsenal, mate. I tell you. Lee? <laughs> oh, well. Um, I don't really know what to say no more. I'll be honest, boys. I really don't like it. You know I mean, I've had a hell of a weekend. I'm not going to tell you about me Sunday in the football. But I'll tell you about me Saturday at, the, at the Leicester. Soaked. Absolutely soaked. 
to the bung. I've got home about <clears throat> 12 o'clock because everybody on the bus has had a few beers and it's at like, you know, every station, what do they call it? Every service station, we've got to stop off because someone wants to go wee-wee. <laughs> so we're getting the hump with that. Steve, the DJ, got himself drunk, started playing Christmas songs on the bus. So I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And you think, is it, I'm thinking to myself, is it worth it? Is it worth it all? And then I get out today. I'm going to work today, Monday morning, and I get things on my Twitter and everybody's saying the noise, calling Arsenal fans a noise. I've never been insulted so much in my life. And I mean, like it's all our fault. Blame the fans. And I can tell you something now, while I'm sitting here now, from the minute that game kicked off to the final whistle, apart from the ones that left the ground, everybody was singing and trying to get to encourage that team to the last whistle. Right? And I'm telling you that, would well, you know what pissed me off even more? I'm going to swear, sorry that. I watched to my, I should never have done it. I watched the Liverpool versus Man City game yesterday. And that wound me up even more because as much as they're better players than us, I see six forwards running their nuts off. Three of them when they're winning 3-0 and the other the other three when they're losing 3-0. And then at 1-0 and at 2-0, I see our so-called glamorous three of Ozil, Aubameyang and Lacazette going through the motions. And it highlighted how piss poor our football club is and everybody wants to drool over them three. Go and look at the real deal like the Sunday night. That's what you see. That's what you see when you see teams winning titles and challenging. And do you know what? Not 2004 was when I see it last at Arsenal. That sort of game. Look at you know, the build-up to it and everything like, you know what I mean? Well, we ain't got nothing like that no more, boys. Nothing. And it's Absolutely. painful. I, I painful. Can't, I can't agree more with you. Let's all blame the fans. Watching Liverpool, the fans. watching Liverpool against Manchester City the other day was depressing. Um, for the on the basis that it just shows how far Arsenal are away from Liverpool or Manchester City. Um, you know, like you said, Lee, everyone's working. Twenty, you know, not just the front threes. Twenty-two men are working, um, trying to get. You watch Arsenal, and it's just, it's just not the same. Um, Dan. The game um, up at Leicester started off quite well uh, at nil-nil. We were we were well in it, but um, the same old Arsenal again. I'll <laughs> say it's a genius name for a podcast. Um, the same old Arsenal. We go one nil down, and that's it. There's no way back, and you know that there's no way back, and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um... God, this is getting so repetitive each week, isn't it? But I think for me, the team selection again surprised me, but not so much in a negative way. I feel that the three at the back was fine if they wanted to change it. I thought Holden and Chambers coming in was was a good thing. Um, I knew that Meza Urza would start. Uh, I didn't want that kebab meat head as uh, left back, but obviously Tierney, for whatever reason, gets uh, dropped for whatever reason. Um, and then I look at it going forward and think, Lacazette and Aubameyang, it's time to shine. Um, he seems to have dropped Pepe out of favour. So the team selection, again, was a little bit 
um, surprising. The one good thing I thought was finally we'll have a balanced midfield. Torreira, Guendouzi and Ozil. And it's exactly the same as the previous week and the previous week before that, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it looks exactly the same with three at the back as it does with two at the back. It looks exactly the same with uh, whatever fullbacks you play, Bellerin, Tierney, Kolasinac, Chambers, Maitland-Niles. It looks exactly the same in midfield. It's so unbalanced. There's no understanding of who's supposed to be playing where. And you're right. I thought we were okay for the first sort of half. I didn't think it was uh, abysmal. But for me, as soon as the goal went in, you knew exactly what was going to happen. And do you know what Lee said that it was, and you said that it was depressing watching Liverpool and Man City. Do you know what was even more depressing, boys? Watching Chelsea beat Crystal Palace and watching Leicester absolutely annihilate us. Because these are the two teams we're supposed to be ahead of at the moment. These are the two teams that are now ahead of us and then I've got another two teams that are now in front of us. It's not just Tottenham that have been out jumping us like last season or Man United. They're now behind us and we've got Leicester and Chelsea ahead of us now. Now, they're nine points ahead of us, those two, yeah? City at eight. If he's been given another six games like we believe, then that could be easily 16, 18, 20 points behind them by the time that he goes, if he does go after those six games because of the six fixtures we've got. And one last thing I want to touch on is just the noise, the noise comments. I don't think I've ever been insulted so much in all my life. Excuses 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 to blame the fans to have the fans be blamed for something that the only uh, positive i can see and the only people that turn up week in week out and give their all are the fans the players aren't doing it the managers aren't doing it and the board now aren't doing it either so i look at that situation and i think to myself you can blame Granite Chaka and the situation at captain. That's an excuse. We blame Meza Ozil and Kalasinac for pretty much getting robbed at knife point. Yeah. We blame the situation of the captain. We blame the fans, but who is blaming anybody else but the board and the, and Emery? None of them. Who's going to be there? Arsene Wenger's walked away. Unai Emery will walk away, in my opinion. Yeah. And who comes week in, week out? The fans. We're still going to be there when all these board members move off. We're still going to be turning up week in, week out when Unai Emery leaves. We're still going to be going when we have a different board and a different manager and potentially a different stadium in years to come, whatever it be. We'll still be the people that are there week in, week out, looking like mugs. And I honestly believe that this board treat their fans like absolute shit. I really do. And I'm fed up with it. I'm totally and utterly fed up with it. Well, as the day's progressed, um, obviously, the, the, you know, the news comes out um, that... David, I think it was David Ornstein reported it that um, you know the, the board, you know they're not going to listen to the the noise from the fans. But I think during the day it's come out that, that it's actually that's that's not was what not what has been said um, that it's been blown out of all proportion. Um, that David Ornstein, David Ornstein used the wrong wording um, came from his source within the club, um, and apparently Ornstein has reworded it to that. Um, and that's what all the, the kickoff is about. Um, lots of people have been discussing it all day. You know, I can't see how any board can come out and say the noise, the fans, we won't listen to the noise that's going on um, outside. I don't think they'd be stupid. I'd, I'd hope they wouldn't be stupid enough to do something like that um, because... Like you say, Dan, we're, we're going to be here forever. Um, you know, my kids after me and hopefully their kids after them. You know, it, it's not just us here now sitting here and, and, and people that go to the game. And 
Another thing I want to say as well, I, I, I woke up yesterday morning and I was cross and I put a hashtag out, empty the Emirates, um, and didn't quite expect it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite expect it to um, take off um, as it did. Uh, just want to explain uh, people, you know, the abuse I got yesterday. Uh, oh, you want people to stay out the ground and this, that, and the other. No, I don't want people to stop going. Um, I don't want people to stop supporting the team. Empty the Emirates can mean lots of things. Um, don't go in for the first 10 minutes. Don't go in for the first 20 minutes. Leave with half an hour to go. Empty the Emirates. Um, you know, I can't, you can't empty something that's not already full. Um, so, uh, yeah, use your. Use your brains there. Um, yeah, but I didn't expect it to. Uh, I didn't expect it to go quite so uh, quite so well as it did. Um, <laughs> you know, one of them ones like latch the light the touch paper and see what happens. Um, and it, it went a bit mad, to be honest. Um, Lee, let's come to you and talk about. I want to talk to you about Mercer Ozil, Aubameyang, and Lacazette. Um, like you said there previously. Uh, our three golden, uh, our three golden boys. Um, yesterday, I'm reading on Twitter. Oh, everyone's blaming Ozil. Everyone's blaming Ozil. Blaming Ozil, but I think what is being what is being proved here is that we are no better or no worse when he. We're no better with him in the team, and we're no worse with him out of the team. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I'm going to stick up for him slightly because I honestly, when I looked at that team on Saturday, when it came out, I thought, yes, this team is set up to make Meza Ozil perform. You know what I mean? Two players in behind him. He has to do it. And he's got a Bamiyang and Lacazette up front. Options. But I think that, you know, if I, I might be being stupid and all that, but I think Emery's like, you know, oh, this, this, um, this, uh, this plot now. How can I mess? How can I make Meza Ozil ruin him? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put him in the team, and then I'll put the two best players, our best attacking options. I'll play him real wide, so when he gets the ball in the middle, he ain't got no one to pass to, and everybody now will criticise him because there's no options, and that's exactly what happened. We had a, it set up properly as a, on the on the team sheet, but when it was set up, we had a Bamiang and Lacazette tracking their fullbacks. Tracking their fullbacks, that was a job. So when Mesut Ozil got the ball in midfield, he didn't he didn't have really a lot of options. Now I'm going to be honest. I thought first half we done okay, good half, good half away from home, kept a clean sheet for 20, 20 minutes into the second half. I thought we and, and were playing quite well. We 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 went it for them, got the goal which was offside, and then as soon as they put it on us and our defence buckled, they scored. And from that moment on, it could have been a cricket score. Capitulated. Capitulated. And I see our three players um, up front completely go missing. Now, people keep going on about our oh, Lacazette this and Lacazette that. How many more good chances are you going to miss? Mm. How many more before someone calls him out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Because at the end of the day, oh, oh but he's a golden boy. Another chance missed by him, like, you know. Since he's come back from injury, Craig, right, he has not looked the same player, right? So then my question is, well, he ain't played that very, very well. But, you know, everybody wants him in the team. Get that. But then I think to myself, you've got some a young kid banging on the door. What more can he do when, when you've got an half-fit Lacazette? As for Aubameyang, you know, um, our club captain, pulling out of tackles when we're 1-0 down, 
you know, then when they go on and score their second goal. But we're not allowed to talk about that because he's a Bamiang. You know what I mean? But if Mustafi would have pulled out of that tackle, or oh. dare I say it, Granite Shackle would have pulled out of that tackle, it would have been a free for all. Yeah. An absolute free for all. Or Kalazanec, free for all. Sorry, Dan. An absolute free for all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it would have been. Right? But because it's a Bamiang, we'll let that swerve. Let it swerve some. Oh, he's not there to tackle. He's not there to work hard. He's just there to score goals. Tell that to other top-class strikers in this in, in the world of football, i.e. Suarez. Look what he done. He scored goals but worked, worked hard. I can go back to probably one of the best strikers I've ever seen. Ian Rush was renowned for his work rate and he was in the best team in the world. Thierry Henry worked hard at times. You know what I mean? Like when he had to, when he had to grind out a result, he was working. And so don't give me that about them. You know, Ozil pulling out of tackles. I have, there's fans going mad, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, because he's pulling out of tackles, boys. You know what I mean? I, 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 I don't see that. I, I watched Mane yesterday, you know what I mean? Not the most glamorous player in the world, right? You know what I mean? Put his body on the line all the game, right? And then I hear people turn around and say, oh, well, but Pepe ain't had a pre-season. Nor's that man. And look what he's doing week in, week out. Look at Firmino as well, Lee. How, yeah. how hard he works. All at work works. Always looking for excuses. Always looking for things to, 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 to get us out of that. Now, my, my ex-manager, I've got to bring him up today, Steve, texted me yesterday and said to me, you keep having a go. He had a go at me. Cheek. Had a go at me for keep um, having a go at Emery. You're having a go at Emery all the time. You're having a go at Emery all the time. Like, yeah. The players ain't good enough. Right? And I'm looking at him and the guy goes, right, there's not one Arsenal player. And this is what he told me yesterday. Just have a little think about this. There's not one Arsenal player that's playing for a top international team at this moment in time. Not one. We're going for him now. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, could you call Uruguay top international team? I don't know. Um, is Lacazette and Gunduzi at France or not? Yeah, Lacazette does. Picked. He's not in the side. He's not been. No, picked. he's not getting picked today. Yeah, Gunduzi. I think, I think, I think Gunduzi well. was in the under twenty ones, but has been picked for the senior side today, but still not made yeah. a debut. You go through That's the bad, it? We're sitting there trying to. We're struggling. They're the only two I could think of. Scotland are <laughs> a top international side, aren't they? <laughs> you know what I mean. But That's then you go. Goal. You go back to our winning teams. France, World Cup winners. Spain, World Cup winners. Yeah, full of Arsenal players. Yeah, Dutch players. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at it and I think, do you know, what a fantastic point. What a fantastic remember the, point. Remember the headline when France won the World Cup, Arsenal win the World yeah. Cup. So there you go, like, you know what I mean? Sobias, yes, that's a good call. Someone's just put in the chat there, Sobias plays um, for Spain, yeah. So one, right, one. So, like, uh, it's, it's a good it's call. Just talking about Tueridale, I just want to bring this in because it's a donation question. Thank you, Bill, for your donation, mate. Thank you very much. Um, talking of Lucas Tuera, who I just mentioned, is he good enough for DM, or is it that you know is it that he's being coached poorly, uh, Dan? I think good he question. is good enough for DM. It's a good. I think it's a good question. I think he is good enough for DM, but we haven't seen him play there for probably a full season now. I think he played there for about the first six months of last season. And then he scored against Spurs and all of a sudden he's a striker. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then that's since then. I don't think he's played there once, has he? I mean, when he's had to play there, he's still trying to bomb it forward. 
And um, for me, I like his attributes. I think he's got all the attributes to play in the defensive midfield role. I don't think he's the biggest. I don't think he's the strongest, but he's a little battler. He's tenacious. He's a little bull terrier. That's why we bought him, because he was doing it for Uruguay and for Sampdoria. So all of a sudden, Emery throws his toys out his pram and says, oh, I wanted Nzonzi, so we're going to put him up front. That's not how it works. I actually thought we were playing better football with Lucas Torreira as a DM. So I don't understand why all of a sudden Unai Emery was doing a Sarri and Kante uh, with Torreira because I just couldn't make any sense of it. I wouldn't mind so much if we had an absolute beast at the back who was the DM and you think, yeah, Torreira's not going to get ahead of him. We've got nobody in defensive mm. midfield. And if he's not going to play Torreira there, sell him. Yeah. Don't well, waste him and ruin him as a player. Let's not forget when he first came here, what a breath of fresh air he was. I thought so. And I saw him in the World Cup and I thought he was great as well. So it was a really exciting signing, Craig. And I thought, do you know what? This is getting to the point now where he could even be the little player that we've needed for a long, long time. He wasn't going to be a Vieira because of his presence. But when we had Flamini and Coquelin and players like that, you're thinking, oh, let's get someone in who's got a bit more battle and a bit more bite. This lad looked like the main main sort of player. And actually, as much as I've slated Granite Xhaka, I didn't think Granite Xhaka was so bad when Torreira was a DM. Because last season against Liverpool at home, I thought the pair of them were the best players on the pitch. Yeah. So you can get bring that into the equation as well. And, you know, as much as I do feel we need a DM, if you're not going to play Torreira there, I think he's got to get rid of him. Yeah, absolutely. Lee, coming back to this international thing, um, I just spotted this coming. This is a really good point um, from Hambo Gumball. <laughs> what a name, great name. Great uh, name. Leicester are a team, Arsenal are a bunch of individuals. Hard to disagree. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Listen, I, I, you know, people can put things what they want about, like, you know what I mean? Arsenal has always had top international footballers. That's the point we're trying to make here. The, 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 the thing is, what I, what, I tell you what got, it really upset me on, on, on Saturday, just everything. I, I watched a team called Leicester City that have never done anything in my lifetime up until a few years ago um, when they won the title. Have always been an up and down side, blah 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 blah. Brought on some very very good players uh, through their times, like Gary Lineker, uh, Alan Smith, people like that. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there on Sunday or standing there Saturday Saturday night, watching a team play organised football with a purpose, know exactly what they're doing, and playing to what I. And if I'll be honest, I'm, I was jealous of it. I then get home and starts watching match of the day. I watch Sheffield United against Tottenham, you know, like the long extended highlights. I thought I'd have a little watch of that, like, you know, because I watch a team with players in their team that would dream about playing for Arsenal. I watch them play with a better shape, a better formation, defend better than I've ever seen any team under you and I, Emery, play Sheffield United. Why can't this manager do the same? Now, I remember six months ago, Leicester being in total disarray when there was a laughing stock when Vardy come running on to take a penalty at Wembley when they was losing 1-0 to Tottenham with a minute, five minutes to go. He runs on, you know what I mean? It was, it was comedy, boys. It was absolutely comedy running on the pitch. I said to whoever was in the house at the time, he's going to miss this. It's comedy. He missed it. The club was a joke, right? Look at them now with a new manager. But it took our manager 18 months and we're still a joke. Yeah. We're still a joke. And just to, just, 
sorry, like just touching on 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 that in terms of Leicester before before you move on there, because I was thinking about this and I've had to just write it down now. I don't know if you boys disagree with what I'm about to say, but I'm just going to read out seven players. All right, from Leicester: Casper Schmeichel, Ben Chilwell, Soyonchu, Johnny Evans, Tielemans, James Madison, and Wilfred Ndidi. Would any of those? Would you have any of those in the Arsenal side? Because I would right. say that all seven of them well, would get into our first team. I'm I'd not even joking. I'm not I'd even have, joking. I'd have six. I wouldn't oh, have. I, Kasper, would... I wouldn't have Kasper Schmeichel, but I'd have the others. I think Leno's right. a better. Right. I, I, I think I Leno's a better goalkeeper than Schmeichel. It's just that Leno's got a poor defence in front of him. That's that's a, and that's a fair point. And that's a fair point. And I wouldn't disagree or say that. But I don't. I like Kasper Schmeichel. I must admit. But I wouldn't say that, that, that Leno was better or worse. But I look at them names in front of me, and do you know what? They would all walk into our side. Not even come close. They would walk into our side. Wilfred indeed. He looks the the midfielder that we're looking for. That we need. Ben Chilwell is 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 a better left back than that absolute moron at left back that we've got in in, in terms of Kalasnac, not Tierney, by the way. I think that Madison, Tillemans, and indeed he would all get into our uh, midfield free. I think that Johnny Evans and Suyuncu would definitely replace David Luiz and Socrates, and I think that Ben uh, and I think that Casper Schmeichel could be a hit or miss. So for me, I look at those yeah. players and I think, wow, there's two players there though. That you that you there's two players there that you um that you mentioned that we turned down. <laughs> I don't know if Arsenal turned their noses up at them, but the fans certainly did. Um, and that is, uh, is it Soyonchu and... Soyonchu and Johnny uh, Evans. Johnny Evans. Now well, look, look where they are. We look fools now, don't we? Because yeah, I didn't want Johnny Evans. I didn't want him today. at all. But. It's only today we see that Liverpool, European champions and top of the league, want Ryan Frazier. But, oh, oh no, he wasn't good enough for the Arsenal. Uh, Lee, what, what you got to say about what you say about that, Lee? Ryan Fraser looks, you know, it's only rumours at the moment. What Ryan Fraser turns up at Liverpool? Why, why, why do we turn our noses up at these kind of players? Because Liverpool are not going to, he's not going to walk into their team straight away, is he? He's going to be a squad player at there. The fact you got, you know, it's going to be very, very hard for Liverpool to recruit players in the next few seasons because, you know, that they're going there as, 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 um, as backup players, you know what I mean. So that it's it's a little bit different. You're you're asking like someone like Fraser would would walk into our side at the moment. That, that's the difference. There is a difference, you know. Like ten years ago, it was different for us. You know, Johnny Evans. I'm sorry, you know what I mean. Like we can say our whatever and all that. Let's just let's get that right about Johnny Evans, right? Yeah, a Manchester United reject comes to. Um, we go to the Emirates, this brand new spanking new stadium, we spent millions and millions of pounds and we we get Johnny Evans. We should be looking above Johnny, Johnny Evans, right? Not wasting money on Mustafi, who ever done that, you know what I mean? Like, But like, you know, at the end of the day, who would you rather have, Van Dyke or Johnny Evans? But uh, you know we've, I mean? had, it's, we've it's had a lot this, to do with recruitment. We've had this argument before, me and you, right? We've had this argument about players coming to Arsenal. And I, I'll stand by what I said. Why would Virgil van Dijk want to come to Arsenal? Why? Because it's Arsenal. I keep but that arguing doesn't, that, that doesn't, night. Yeah, but, yeah, but that doesn't... That well, doesn't... it's going to get to a stage where no one's going to come to Arsenal at some sort of state. I'll be honest, like, you know. I look at... Look, 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 let's, let's, let's get this right. Let's get this right. I'm going to start... I'm going to get into an argument. Sorry. Everybody in our fan base three or four weeks ago was saying, wait till we get holding back. Wait till we get Bellerin back. Wait till yep. the whole lot are not good enough, right? Johnny Evans is better than Oldin will ever be. We know that. We know that. 
right? We, but this is what we're saying. This is what Arsenal fans are holding on to. Arsenal fans coming out of Leicester on Saturday night. Well, we all two nil. We all thought it was going to be three or four. So it ain't that bad, is it? <laughs> this is what we're getting to. The mentality of the fans has been brainwashed through and through and through. My dad turned around the other day, yeah, and said about Leno, is he a top-class goal? Don't know, right? But when was the last time Arsenal had a top, top, top-class goalkeeper? How long ago? How many years has it gone? 15 All years. through the years, I've been an Arsenal fan. Arsenal have always had a decent goalkeeper. 15 years now, we're saying, before we've had a top goalkeeper. Who's fault that? Same. Is that same the same fault? It's the same. We haven't replaced Sol Campbell or Patrick Vieira. They, they left 15 years, 15, 15 years ago. 15 years ago, they left. They haven't replaced with a decent centre-half for 15 years. Right? And now, everybody's saying, well, yeah, cause we're Johnny Evans. The reason we're all saying Johnny Evans was because recruitment has been piss poor for so long. Right? Again, I, I think as well, it's got to come down to the manager as well with what who he's got in front of him and how he's playing. Because the reason that these Leicester lads look so good is because Brendan Rodgers has got them, them playing slick football. He's coaching them. Everybody knows their job. They've got a philosophy. They've got a style. They look good going forward. They can defend. They have an organised midfield, which is balanced. And Wilfred Ndidi, for me, is one of the most underrated players in that team because everything goes through him. He's a little anchor in that midfield. And without him, you wouldn't have Harvey Barnes running down that wing. You wouldn't have Mark Albright and you wouldn't have Demari Gray. You wouldn't have Vardy banging him in or Tillemans or Madison linking up with him. So for me, it's all about the coaching. And again, I don't want to slate Emery again too much. I've done enough of that over the week. So I'm blaming the board now. And for me, this needs to change now because right, we could, cannot could deal with great, it. A great scenario about Arsenal, right? And, and, and their fans, right? What happens if we'd have bought Perez from Newcastle instead of um, Pepe? Well, everyone would be moaning. Oh, everybody would be going mad, wouldn't they? Like, But he's 10 times at the moment better player than, than Pepe. You know, it's about recruitment, Craig. It ain't necessarily about the money that they spend. The You know, Johnny Evans would do a great job for us at the moment. Why? Because he's a no-nonsense defender. Yeah. But He'd that's do a great I'm going... job for us because we haven't got a no-nonsense yeah. defender. You know, whoever recruited David Louise needs to be sacked. Just for that, <laughs> let alone. Just for that alone. Because you look at the situation, we want defenders. But what they've looked at is another as a footballing defender, right? We can't even play football, right? We don't play no football no more, right? But we don't defend neither. What was he doing? You know what I mean? Someone, oh, I heard, and I don't know if this is right, he was giving us our man in the match on Saturday. Who was? David Luiz? I don't know. Someone told me that. Fucking laughable. <laughs> laughable. Oh, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> laughable. That can't be right. That can't be right. You know, the recruitment. I think Tony Adams, I haven't seen it because I was obviously at the game. Tony Adams was going on about recruitment of, of, of things as well, like, you know. Yeah, now, was, I get yeah. it. I know, I know. I get it. It's going to be hard. The two teams that can recruit really well on a consistent basis will be, after this year's season, Chelsea and Manchester City because they've got the money. Right, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Here. I'm not having a. It's not a, Manchester City. All the money that they've spent, their their defending yesterday was comical, right? And they had two hundred million pounds worth of defenders in the stand. So they're getting something's getting wrong from them as well. It's not just Arsenal that are getting it wrong, but Arsenal need to make the right decisions, Craig. They need to make the right decisions at their players. You know, we as a club, we needed somebody like uh, Gary Cahill, that sort of type of player. We get David Louise. All right, not one of those players can defend. Vardy, top scorer in the Premier League. 
Who's picking him up on Saturday for the goal? He's just standing on the on the seven yards out, no one near him. Is that Emery's fault? You know, the best defender we've got at the moment is Chambers. He's been our best defender, consistently Agreed, best defender. Yeah. Right? And he was he was at Fulham last year. Right? And I'll tell you what this now, he may not be the, the, the greatest defender in the world, but that Bellerin, yes, on, on Saturday, I don't I, I if he ain't good enough or whatever. That's the different thing. But that boy works his absolute socks off at the end of the day. And I can appreciate that. As a no. fan, I'm happy with that. If you can't be good enough, then make sure you work hard enough. And the fact of the matter is, I don't give it what everybody says on here. A bangman ain't good enough. Uh, Lacazette ain't good enough. But uh, whatever, they ain't all good enough. But then, so work, work, work as hard as you possibly can and things may happen. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm seeing too many Arsenal players stroll around because they think it's all great to be in the Arsenal Arsenal shirt. And I'm going to say something else now. Like, you know, I thought I'd never say it. I've seen these last couple of games that with Shaka in or out of the side, it's still abysmal. That be in front of the defence, the the the, the setup in front of it and the setup behind it is abysmal. How many more guys? You know. This go on about Emery here, like you know I mean, how many more games is he going to be relying on David Louise? How many more games? You, was you, your job's on the line. Are you going to rely on David Louise? I, I certainly ain't. not. <laughs> certainly not. Just um, so I can let you cool down a bit. One second. I just want to hold on. I'm fuming by it. Sorry, I can't. You know, no, what I mean? I'm absolutely. angry. Ah, that's good. Everyone, everyone is. Everyone is. Everyone is, mate. And I'm fed up with everybody. You know, it's all right. It's all right, isn't it, for uh, for the club to slag off the fans. It's all right for them to have their little slidey little digs. But when we do it, oh, all hell breaks loose. Oh, hell, let's blame, the f- let's blame this, let's blame that. Let's blame mm-hmm. it on that, you know what I mean? But all, all of a sudden, when when it's on the, f- the f- you know, they're all right to criticise us, you know what I mean? And I can tell you that now, anybody who was in that, uh, in that um, stand against Leicester, give it their all on Sun- Saturday. You cannot take, cannot criticise the fans for the way they support. Lee, what, you, you were there, obviously. What, what did, what did the fans? Uh, sorry, the players do afterwards. Did they even come up to the fans, did they? Or? Yeah, they or? did. They did. They did. Right, uh, cool. Uh, couldn't wait to get off because they was wet. You know what I mean? The likes of Abamyang and Lacazette. You know, listen, I've got a lot of time for them, Lacazette. I love the way he works hard and all that, but unfortunately, he's not quite fit enough at the moment. Uh, Abamyang is captain of this football club. I expect my captain to work his socks off. I have been brought up on captains like Pat Rice, yeah, um, Frank McClintock, just slightly before my, from my uh, I don't know, probably like I'm going to mention him, <laughs> Tony Adams, Kenny Sampson, right? You know what I mean? Wasn't probably the greatest captain in the world, but top, top player, right? I then, I, I, I've, I've then had players, um, Patrick Vieira, fantastic, fantastic captain, led by example and all that. And I even go and say, people like Robin Van Persie, you know, you, you know everything about him and all that, led by example when he was at, when he when he played for the football club. Got us out of many of a hole, worked hard and whatever. I know what everybody thinks about him now. I don't, I don't but uh, everybody, this is another thing I'm going to get on to now. People on there, I don't blame it, I don't blame it if Lacazette and Aubameyang want to leave. But you're soon criticising Van Persie when he done the same thing. You know what I mean? Get a grip. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. If Aubameyang goes, it's the same reasons, the same reasons 
that Van Persie left this football club. But, oh, Van Persie's out of order because he went to Man United. So be it he's gone to Man United. You know what I mean? Sanchez, another one. Had bad games for us. But I tell you what, played, put his body on the line for us until, until the, the, the last season. But for three seasons, works and works and works. I don't see that from our players. And I don't see it from captains no more, like, you know what I mean? And at the end well, of the day, that's another are, argument. The captaincy, captaincy yeah, the captaincy is another argument. The captaincy at Arsenal is a disgrace at the moment. I just want to bring in these uh, donation questions. Um, Alex, thank you very much for your kind donation, mate. Uh, the stadium was almost empty during the end of the 17-18 season, um, and this caused the board to act, to act against Wenger. Uh, that's questionable, but I, I see where you're coming from. Um, should we do the same now? Um, you know, that comes in from uh, Alex, and thanks for your donation, mate. That's my, what I was talking about yesterday. Um, with the empty the Emirates hashtag. I I don't know is Raul... I, I sat here tonight and I, and I tweeted out that Raul is Ivan Gazidis in disguise. But then what, once I sat back and I actually think about it, is this, a, is this, a, is this an underarm comment from Raul um, saying that, you know, he's got... Um, that they, they're they backing him. Do you really think, Dan, that they're backing him? Do is this is this a comment from Raúl to say to try and keep a bit of um, I don't know calm if if it's, if that, if that does keep calm um, instead of him coming out and saying, "Yeah, right, that's it, we're looking for a new manager," um, and you know Unai Emery's got three games uh, and we're going to sack him. What 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 do you reckon? I would like to think that this board are not weak. I really would. Um, we don't know what the truth is, do we? We don't know if they do back him or if they don't. We don't know if they're feeding journalists with a load of toot. Um, they're all watching what we're watching, boys. Edu can't be happy. Raul can't be happy with that. Vinay can't be happy with that. I am sure that deep down, Josh Kroenke and Stan Kroenke cannot be happy with Arsenal losing. Now, a lot of people sit there and say they don't give a damn, they don't care. But they can't be happy with their business um, as it is because they must want, surely, as an owner of a football club, they must want some progress. They might not care if we win everything and they get the the, the extra money for that way because they're earning enough money as it is. But surely they want to see a business that's theirs progress. At the moment, we've gone backwards and backwards very quickly, in my opinion. So I listen to it and I think to myself, surely they know what we're seeing. Surely they can see what we're seeing. Surely they know this is not right. So it's time to do something about it. So for me, I don't know what the answer is in terms of fans. You know, I go back to that question that Alex says about us leaving the stadium. I personally am going to carry on going to games because football, that 90 minutes, is just a, a bit of it for me. A part of it for me is going to football with my dad, seeing my mates, having a beer and the social side of it, as well as that 90 minutes of football. So, yes, I will still go to games. But for me, when I look at what happens in every single game at the moment, I do not enjoy it. I do not enjoy that 90 minutes of football. And that is because of one man in Unai Emery, but it's also because we have, in my opinion, a weak board. Let's get a ruthless board involved. If this, if this board is telling us to be excited, then this guy is not going to excite us. Unai Emery is not going to excite our, us fans. So for me, let's have a look at what we can do about this Yeah, as fans. This we care, do you. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? They all shouting about it, getting excited about it. Josh Cronkier comes up. We sign Pepe and everyone gets quiet. 
oh, it's got us the Pepe that we wanted. It's got us the transfer we wanted. Let's go quiet. Where are they now? Then I hear a statement saying they've cut. They've never left us. They've always been there. If we've not, we've just gone quiet for a while because um, Emery is is uh, being given time and the board are going to give him time. We're going to come out after Christmas. After Christmas is too late. We're going to be 20 points beyond top four of Leicester and Chelsea if this carries on very quickly. The next six games we've got is not looking rosy, in my opinion. There's three that I feel we should win. I don't think we're going to win. I think we've got Southampton, Brighton and Norwich. I reckon a point against Southampton, a point against Brighton and a loss against Norwich the way we're playing. That's the honest, my honest opinion of that. I wouldn't be surprised if we picked up two points, you know? And people will say, we'll get nine points. They're in the relegation zone. Do you know what? We're playing like relegation zone. I looked at a stat the other day saying that we took two points from 12, yeah? Crystal Palace took one point from 12. Who was that one point against? Yeah, who was the point against? Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, crazy. Lee. I heard through the grapevine today. I don't know if you heard the same thing. Um, I hear through the grapevine today um, that Unai Emery has got six games to save his job. Um, we were talking about it earlier before we came on there. Um, six games to save his job. Uh, do you think he can turn it round, Lee? No. no. He's done. Done. Totally done. Just get but- rid Get get rid, but at the end of the day, the board are going to back him, so that's it. You have to have to you have to go along with that. Like six games, well, you know, there's there's so many things wrong about that. It's unreal. If you know, Dan just said it. They're watching what we're watching. These, you know, Edu's been a professional footballer. He know more, you know, what I mean, than than anybody when you're not playing for the manager, and you can clearly see the players are not playing for the manager. You know. When I say that, you know, I've got to go back to about working hard and things like that. It's the least you expect them to do. Ray Parler wasn't one of the greatest footballers uh, ever, but every time he went out on the pitch, he gave it 100%. And that is why he is loved and respected by every Arsenal fan. Yeah? We are not getting that from these players. Now, there's either two, re- what, one re- two reasons for that. One, that they're not doing it for the manager. Or two, they just can't be bothered. So, whatever way you look at it, Something's got to give. Either get rid of the players or get rid of the manager. Now, he has had long enough to sort this shambolic defending out and he hasn't done it, Craig. So what's another six games going to do? You know what I mean? I, what's another six games going to do? I'm really sorry now to... Um, it's just that it's, it's, right in front, it's right in front of me. Um, Aubameyang, uh, just on Instagram. He's just arrived in Gabon and he is looking through his social media feeds. I've just arrived in Gabon and I've heard lots of bullshit. I'll talk with who I want, whenever I want. With who I want, whenever I want, wherever I want. Um, Basically saying, don't tell me who I can and cannot speak to. Um, Live on his Instagram. Uh, That is going to cause... It's getting toxic, boys. That is going to cause a stir now. Um, Basically... You know, unless you've been living under a rock, we all know that troops, um, his friends, well, is it? Well, I suppose he is, um, very pally with uh, Abamyang. He's been, Abamyang gives him signed shirts, uh, they, they talk to each other on social media. Now, who is any of us to say that Abamyang or the club, why can't Abamyang talk to a fan just because he's in the spotlight? Um, I know Troops. Lee knows Troops. Dan, I don't know if you know him. Troops is one of the nicest guys 
I've ever met. And I totally, totally mean that. He is so nice. Um, he might be different on camera, but let me tell you now, when you're sitting down and having a drink, he's one of the nicest blokes I've ever met. He's being brought into all this now for what? For having a friendship with a footballer. Um, Lee, that's going to cause, <laughs> that's going to cause a stir. Oh, well, listen, what, why can't, this is a, there's a great thing called social mate, social if it's used properly. Now, at the end of the day, Yes, we all know Aubameyang watches Arsenal fan TV. We, we know that, right? Yeah. What, what I'm saying is on that point of view is so so from social media, they've got to connect, uh, they've, they've hooked up and they get on. So that's that's something that happens. So, you know, it, it, I, I can't see a problem in that. Do I want to be friends with, with um, Arsenal players and all that? I find it very difficult if I was because... I, I feel like, you know, you have to criticise them and all that, like, but, um, and when they do well or whatever, like, so I've got a different thing at take of it, like, you know, but look, I, look I've met, met Shaka. He's the nicest fella you ever wish to meet, like, you know what I mean? I have to say that. Regardless of what you think of him as a footballer, and at the end of the day, these two two individuals have got on, on social media through, through whatever. Um, yes, because he plays for Arsenal, that there's a connection and they get on and they've obviously met. If you meet someone and you don't get on with them, then that's the end of it, isn't it? But obviously they've had a connection and that's it. So what? Uh, you know what I mean? I think a lot of it to do with his jealousy because everybody would love to have an Arsenal fan as a mate and all that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Absolutely. You know, don't, going, don't you think... If you're friends with him, you're in... You, you, oh, Lee. Lee, you're potsy. You know, come into my box and all that. Were well, you going to go, nah, nah, don't have to. No, yeah, you're all right. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. all right. Of course you're going to. You know what I mean? I'll bet exactly. just in case I accept, upset anyone on Twitter. You know yeah. how it is. Yeah. But, you know, and that's a great thing about social social media. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for social media, I would have never have got in contact with Kevin. You know what I mean? Now, me and Kevin now are great mates. Nothing to do with social media and things like that. Is that we, we, we just had a connection. We just get on and that's it now. You know what I mean? Like, you know. That's how it is now, but like, but that that social media. If it wasn't for social media, I'd never have met Kevin. You know what I mean? So there are good things that, and, and it's brought them two together. And I'm sorry, like, what what Arsenal going to say? Like, you can't go out of a girlfriend now because we don't agree with it or whatever. It's it's hmm. you know, listen, excuses, mate. Do that's think, what it is. Do you, obviously Arsenal don't like? I don't. Arsenal obviously don't like the players doing this. Um, and obviously, I, I would put a £10 bet that Arsenal don't like Arsenal fan TV either. Um, is that because with social media, the, the fans can get more inside the club and find out more about the club? Um, you know, with people who claim that they're in the know, people who claim that they know people inside Arsenal and they get all their transfer news and this, that and the other. Would that have something to do with it, Dan? Potentially. I mean, listen, I am so sick to death of these excuses, Craig, right? We've had Koscielny. That was an issue. That was an excuse, yeah? Koscielny, oh, he treated us so badly. The players have been affected by that. Granite Chaka, the players have been affected by that. The captaincy, the players have been affected. Social media, Arsenal fan TV, Arsenal fans are just noise. This is all becoming an absolute disgrace because what's happening on the pitch is what matters. And at the moment, it's going a bit wrong. And, oh, it can't be the players' fault. It can't be the manager's fault. It can't be the board's fault. Let's blame everybody but those people. 
That is what it looks like to me. And this is a situation we're getting. Now, I heard something yesterday, and I think I sent it to you, Craig and, and Lee, was that the uh, board have uh, said or have, uh, has come out and said, listen, we've got some bad things that have happened to us the last few months. We've got to give these people time. We've just played a team that have beaten us 2-0, whose chairman died in a helicopter crash. So don't give me all these awful excuses about how bad it is at Arsenal at the moment, because that was absolutely horrendous what happened there last year. Yeah, that chairman was unbelievable for that club and, and won the league with them, was absolutely superb, right? And that happened, which was an absolutely devastating thing. So why is it all of a sudden that Arsenal are sitting there with problems when Leicester have had that absolute tragedy happen and they've got on with things and they're winning for that chairman now? How proud must them players be? How proud must them fans be for turning that around with such an absolute catastrophe that happened, yeah, at that football club? And now look at them, second in the league. Look how many top teams they've played in the top half. They've played Arsenal and beat them. They've played Liverpool. They've played Tottenham and beat them. They've played United. They've played Chelsea. And they're second in the league. Unbelievable what that manager's done. Unbelievable what that club had done since that tragedy. And then we're moaning about social media and troops being friends in the box with a Bamiyang. <laughs> yeah. Have a laugh. Sort yeah. your life's up. Absolutely, man. I couldn't say it better myself. Um, just, yeah. just going on to that, Craig, you know what I mean? Russ has just put up there about social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I did meet Russ through social media. We go to all games and all that together now. But also, if it weren't for social media, we wouldn't be doing this now. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, yeah, I, I get you, that. You live in Ireland. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we've become mates through social media. Dan, I would have never met Dan. With me and Dan now meet up and have a few beers before the games and all that through social media so from from my point of view you know yeah it's great that you know for 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 Bamiang and uh troops to be friends through social media through the arsenal thing but I, I've, I've got just as much uh great things out of that by the people that i've met through social media red ken i've got to say is another one that i met through social media like you know and these two guys russ and ken that i've met on social media are a stone's throw from where we live, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but all these years, been going to football, didn't know that they was living around the corner. We all go to games together now, mm. you know, and it, and uh, because of social media. So I don't see why people well, would want to would knock that. You know? I'm look, I'm looking at it from the club's point of view, right? Here we have, you know, let's switch it round. We've we've, we've spoken about why we, you know, we've speaking about why we think it's not a problem. But now let's look at it at the club's point of view. Um, we have. The Arsenal captain liking posts on Instagram or Twitter about sack the manager and you know sack your Granite Xhaka should leave. I mean, if you if you're if you know say for example you know you're the chairman of Arsenal and one of your players is liking these these posts, that's not good. No, like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. I don't think that he should be. Um, posting things on, on things like that. Also, from an Arsenal point of view, from their point of view, when you've got that same fella coming up and effing and blinding about the previous captain, it doesn't look good neither. So I get that. I get that. But that doesn't mean to say that you can't be friends with him, Craig. No, you know absolutely I mean? like, not. No, 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 no. I'm difference. not saying that. I'm you know not exactly. I mean? There is a difference. There is but a difference. I, mean. I, I, I agree that um, that Aubameyang shouldn't interact with all of that sort of stuff, and maybe perhaps shouldn't interact with it. Full stop. I, I agree. He shouldn't like now, it. It's like anything. But now, 
And Go now, on. does a Bamiyang, um, there's a chance now, knowing our fan base, that he is now going to become a scapegoat. Because now, uh, what we're going to get now is from Twitter is, oh, Aubameyang likes saying Arsenal fan TV. Um, what melt? They don't. They don't. Um, they don't represent me as a fan. You know all that kind of crack. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be another reason to scapegoat another player. So we've gone from we've gone from Mustafi being a bad defender and him, him getting the abuse. We've gone from Granite Xhaka. Uh, sorry, before that, before that we had Ozil. Then it went on to Mustafi. Now it's Granite Xhaka um, because of what he did. Now, next, Aubameyang has put a post out saying, I'll talk to who I want, when I want, this, that and the other. Is he now an open target to be the next scapegoat? Well, no, because I think that he's 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 big enough um, to... to uh to be able to handle that more unpopular, you know. The one thing that worries me about it, though, is that, I don't know if you remember after Chelsea, I think we lost to Chelsea um, a couple of seasons ago, and there was someone put on their old Wenger out, and uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain liked it, do you remember? And then he yeah, turned yeah. I, I accidentally uh, um, pressed the like button, which can happen at times, you know what I mean? You can, it can happen. And then within... Um, a year or a year and a half, he's gone. You know what I mean? So it, it could be that Aubameyang, I'm trying to circuit it around the other way, is using it as um, as, a, as another tool to, to maybe like upset people and so that he can get out. Who knows? You don't know, do you? Like, I, I don't think that it would be. But, you know, I, I feel that if they was to... You know, I, Arsenal Fan TV is there for the fans. It's fair for fans to voice an opinion. And I know what, what we're going to... It's a different debate, I know. You get people on there and it doesn't represent... It doesn't represent any Arsenal fan. All it does is represent you and what your feelings are. And, you know, and if you get people that share... It's like this programme. When we do this, it's only our opinions. And if people like them, it's great. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, it, it, these things can go... I, I You know, I, I do think with Arsenal Fan TV, there's a lot of jealousy to it there's a lot of whatever it goes with it there's there's good things and bad things as we know but the fact of the matter is the players do watch it you know what I mean and if you're a, a fan and you've got you can get to, to, you know to say something and you know it's going to get to the players what a fantastic tool that is, don't you think? Or is it, or is it just me? You know what I mean? Depends. Depends what you're saying, I suppose. Um, like I said, I, 10 minutes ago, I said, you know, Troop's one of the nicest folks I've ever met, but I totally disagree with the way he handled himself with the Granite Jacker video. Um, you know, well, no, it was, it, it, you know, which he has apologised for. Yeah, but, absolutely. Right? But I'm just using of course, and I know he's apologised for it, but I'm just using it as an example of why you perhaps wouldn't want your players to see um, what's being said about them. I just think it's silly that you look at, take Coronation Street. I don't like that. Don't watch it. But I don't slag it off. Yes. I just yes. don't watch I, it. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. I don't brilliant watch point. It. Yeah. So if you don't like Arsenal fan TV, don't watch it. Yeah. I watch two. Yeah. I, watch, I watch Arsenal fan TV. I watch two interviews. Everyone could probably guess who the two are. Lee and Graham. And, uh, and I'm, I watch uh, the same two yeah, people. I watch, so. Lee and, I watch Lee and Graham and that's it. Done. Same here, mate. Yeah, Same here. Yeah, and you know, I, used to watch them all. I used to watch them all. 
what you've got with that now, and the problem that you've got is that there are four or five players on um, on uh, four or five players, four or five people on there. There, there are people that are going to just watch those certain people, like like yourself. Just say, "Oh, we watched two. There'd be like another. There's, there's, but there's thousands and thousands uh, of people that will just watch Troops and DT and no one yeah, else. Of course, right? well, that's up to them. No, but it's my point is they watch them two, and then they take their. Well, that's what Arsenal fan TV is like. Uh, about, yeah, and yeah. that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. And it's not. There are other people on there. And if you take take the um, um, that side of it, there is it. There's, there's, there's people like, I, I think, you know, Mo talks very, very well on it. And there's people with, with, with less people, like there's a fella called Ben on there that talks um, quite sensibly, but gets not, not the views of, say, someone like Troops and... DT. So everybody sort of says, oh, that's what it's like. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, look, I love Claude to, to death. Me and Claude have got a great relationship. Like, I don't agree with everything that he says and he doesn't agree with everything I, I say. So that doesn't mean to say that I'm right or he or he's right. It's just opinions. Absolutely. Yeah. It's opinions. And you know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is there's a lot of the guys, a lot of these people out there are just watching DT and uh, yep. Troops, and then they're, they're thinking, "Ah, oh, that's what Arsenal." They're making fans their judgment from that. Yeah. Making their judgment from that, and if you go into it, like you know, there's some like you know, Kenny Ken, you know, another great one that, that that says a few things. There's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good things that go out of that when they do their shows, which are quite interesting. Which are not. So don't forget, you know, when you get when you go into it, like me and Kevin are going in the studio tomorrow, we calm down a little bit more from straight after the game. So you're getting a different, completely different reaction from me tomorrow than what you do after the game because you've, it, it, it's not so raw. Emotions, oh, yeah. It's emotions of it all, like, you know what I mean? So, you know, now it takes, it's, you know, you have to be, it takes people days to get over Arsenal games. You know what I mean? Some, so, look, some of the guys on the minibus are all having a laugh and a joke after the game. I, I'm not like that. I'll sit there, I'm very, very moody. But, uh, but everybody's different, Craig. Everybody's different, Dan. You know what I mean? So people... Well, you look, look at us, you look at us on here. Me, me, you know, it's quite obvious that me and Harry don't agree all the time. Harry's don't agree with what I say half the time and I don't agree with him. I don't I, get I've that. i a great relationship with Harry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a great relationship with Harry. We're great mates. We're all Arsenal fans at the end of the day. Why is it a massive issue? This is what this is about. This is a debate. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. They don't have to agree with it all. So why people are getting so over the top about it is madness. And Absolutely. for me, there's, there's enough going wrong on the pitch Let's let's talk about what's going on in the pitch. Let's not mm. hype up everything out of it because it's getting stupid now with this board making excuses up and everyone going on about Instagram before, and social before media. Before we move on to, we, obviously, we, 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 we've still got a bit to talk to, um, uh, a bit to talk about. I hope you two are all right to stay around. You yeah, are, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, um, just one thing, Craig. I'll just say so because someone's put a yeah. great point up there. Just come up on the chat. Uh, Ian Wright. Ian Wright and Kevin Campbell both like... Arsenal fan TV, right? They watch it and everything like that. Now, if they was in their day, in, in back going back into the nineties when they was playing, and Arsenal fan TV was about, they'd be watching it and on it and and, and interacting with players. You know what I mean? It, it just it just wasn't there when they was about. But they 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 they. they but that's this has always been my argument. Arsenal fan TV has always been about, but just not recorded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just it's as simple as that. You come out of Ivory and you go in the pub and you order your pint and you say, fucking El Perry Groves was shit today, wasn't he? You know? Or fucking Ian Wright or fucking Kevin Campbell. God, they were shit. 
but it just weren't being recorded. You were only speaking to three or four of your mates. No one was taking any, any notice. And do you know what no makes one, it no funny? One was coming out, no one was coming over to you and tapping you on the shoulder and saying, you're talking shit. Yeah, yeah. You're only talking like that so everyone comes around and everyone likes you and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it's it's, a, it's a f- great that you said that because I'll tell you what, if you was in the pub and you turn around and say, Perry Groves was shit today or Paul Merson was shit and they walked in, you go, well, hello, Paul, do you want a drink? <laughs> do you know, do you know what I mean? But that's how it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think, I think, People are taking it far too serious to what it actually is. Like it's embarrassing us all and things like that. Blah 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 blah. You know, I get I get that, but there are times when you know that's what fans are. Fan, fans are being fans. Now I, I I get what people are saying that sometimes maybe it's not real. You know, people are on there to make their own agendas and all that. But there are genuine fans on there, and that's how they feel on the day. But it doesn't necessarily mean to say what they're going to feel like the next day. And you know, listen, I slag off players left, right, and centre. You know, you know, if they miss it, listen, if if Bang Yang misses from two yards and I, and then he bangs in the winner against our, uh, Tottenham the next game, you're gonna go mad. You know what I mean? Like, do you don't think I won't criticise him when he missed that penalty against Spurs? Yeah, you know, of course, that's what football's about. You know, our fans are fickle. You know what I mean? They are fickle. They are. Um, just bring this one up here. Um, look at that. Afternoon from Los Angeles. Goodness me. Good afternoon to you yeah. too, uh, Lawrence. Name, Lawrence. Um, Los Angeles, blimey. You now, used, to be, used to live in England, uh, Lawrence. God, you know everyone. Yeah, he's an expat out there. He's. Just bring in someone random from the chat and, oh, yeah, I oh, know. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll wait, I'll wait Oh, back. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christ. Um, right, before we move on to, uh, obviously, what we're going to talk about, the manager next, um, get some questions in the uh, comment box for us. i got a comment on, because um, I read all your comments on YouTube. Um, don't think that I don't, because I do. And someone um, said that I should get the questions up and just do a segment where we're answering questions instead of bringing in the questions. Um, but obviously, why we're doing the podcast, if people are do- if people are making donation questions, and I'm always going to bring that in, um, because they should... How can I put this? Um, get priority uh, or something. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they get priority, but you know, I don't want to make it like, oh, you must pay for a question. That's, that's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if they are giving us a pound or two pounds to ask a question, then I'm obviously going to bring them to the front. Um, so get your questions into the chat box, and I'll ask as many um, as I can uh why we're while we're while we're chatting but okay dan let's go on to it now we've we've all said during the week um in our in our whatsapp group that our we are now not blaming unai emre um nope. we know that you know it, it's it, we we all know he's out of his depth i think the whole fan base know that he's out of his depth i'm pretty sure i would say 95 percent of the fans um want him to go uh, and they want a change of manager. But the board have obviously come out. We've, we're hearing different stories. We're, we're hearing that the board are going to back him until the end of the season. We're hearing stories that the board can't afford to sack him. Um, they're waiting until his job is untenable. Uh, this, that and the other. And then we hear through the grapevine that he's only got six games um, to save his job. I actually feel for him a little bit. I really do. I think he knows he's out of his depth. I think he knows that the fans know that he's out of his depth, but he's still here. Um, 
someone asked me the other day, do I think that his substitutions and some of his team selections are on purpose? You'd have to sit down and actually wonder, um, is he trying to get himself out of this? Uh, what would be your opinion? That's a great question, to be fair. I just want to make one thing clear. I don't dislike Unai Emery do as I. a person. Yeah? Do I. I don't dislike the man. I, I've got nothing against him. Um, I just don't think that he ha is good enough at the moment. And this season has proved that. Um, and I think Lee said it a few weeks ago, maybe even last week, that it wasn't just these 12 games that we've seen. Um, it went wrong at the end of last season. And to be fair, I've not seen any progress since then. Now, you talk about substitutions, team selections, formations, tactics. I can't explain that. I don't understand. I can never pick an Unai Emery side. I don't understand his tactics. I don't understand our style. I don't really believe he's got a philosophy. Um, there's different uh, players playing out of position. There's been quite a few. If you think everyone talks about Torreira, you look at what he's had to do with Maitland-Niles playing out of position. We've seen Chambers coming centre-back, right-back. We've seen Lacazette out wide, Aubameyang pushed out wide. We've seen Ceballos holding midfield, Chaka holding midfield, Guendouzi holding midfield. How many more players are going to be out of position? So that has got to be questioned as well. So he's not doing himself any favours. He's shooting him in the foot. And it got to me to be the Watford game away where I started to question this guy and think, yeah, maybe maybe the, I, I can't defend him much more. And you know that at the start of this podcast, I was defending the guy saying, give him time. It's a hard job. You know, it's not an easy job taking over Arsenal. It's a massive club as it is, but also Arsenal Wenger was here for 22 years. And I actually thought he had bang average players and he got the best out and the maximum out of that squad. And towards the end of last season, they just run out of steam. He didn't have the squad to rotate. So I gave him a few excuses. I'm not giving the guy any more excuses now, Craig, because I think what his team is, is an Unai Emery side and it's not an Arsenal Wenger side anymore. So six games for me is too many. I would make the change now in the international break so that when we come back, our manager has got those six games that I believe are winnable games with the right manager in charge with the squad that we've got. And I said it before, we have got the, in my opinion, still believe this, the best squad, uh, the third best squad in the league. But Leicester and Chelsea have got better philosophy and style of players that are playing for their manager. And that's mm. not what we've got. Absolutely. I just want to bring this one here. Uh, G. Will says, Craig, why do you feel for a man that's so negative uh, with these good attacking players? I don't feel for him on the football inside. I feel for him on the human being side that he's being hung out to dry um, by board members. He's clearly not good. He's clearly not up to the job. He's clearly uh, he clearly can't manage this group of players. So that's why I feel sorry for him. Uh, I feel sorry for him. I feel that he's being kept there um, as as a make weight. Um, between the fans and the board, Lee Unai Emery, your your uh, your thoughts. Right. Well, I don't like him. Shall I tell you why I don't like him? Because he ruins and fucks my weekend up every weekend. End of. If anybody else keeps messing my weekends up like he does, you wouldn't like him neither. And that's it. So he keeps ruining my weekends every single weekend so far. For I don't know how long. When was the last time we won? Was it Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah. So that, so that was before the last international. And we only break. just won that. <laughs> so, so in between the international breaks, we've not won a game of football apart from a Europa League game. Is that right? Mm, yeah. Mm. Which is the three-two-one with the free kicks. Is that right? Pepe right, free kick. Yep. Yeah. Last minute. Yeah. Right. There you go. That's why I don't like him. Right. You know what I mean. Right. I'm not sorry. He keeps ruining my weekends. Right. You know what I mean. And that's it. Like you know. So. Do I feel sorry for him? Why should I feel sorry for him? He's only six million a year. You know, he's blagged his way into this job, hasn't he? You know, all credit to him for that. You know what I mean? His interview must has have he been, been uh, unbelievable. Has he, has he blagged it? 
has he blagged it or was it Kazidis going, ha, my last gift, you pack of horrible bastards? <laughs> well, it could have been, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, I don't know. But, you know, listen, can I just say something about the Arsenal fans again, going back to Uri Emery, like, you know, when he first come in, everybody to a man, Right, said I'm going to give him to the give him to the season, give him to a year, like you know what I mean. And Arsenal fans, to their credit, despite messing up at the end of last season and to the um, uh, Europa League, everybody, if you would have gone into the Emirates saying Emery out, you would have got slagged off for that first game of the season. Give him, give him a chance. This is his team now, so everybody has given him a good year of patience us Arsenal fans you know what I mean they say like that and then all of a sudden we've now given him another 12 games and and the patience has gone so I, I think that's a lot of credit's got going to the Arsenal fans for doing that you know what I mean uh, there's there's people um that that I know right that I know um I think Russell's in the co- uh, comments will back up this like you know Ken, Ken went at the Sheffield United game which is not that long ago you know what I mean? He come out of the Sheffield United game and said, "Yep, he's got to go." And there, there are certain people that went beyond that, beyond that. Now, well, Sheffield I, I, United for me, anyway. Yeah, so there's Sheffield United. So you know, fair play to you. I, I, I went at Tottenham at home, but there we go. That's 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 a, uh, you know. But I, 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 I give him that year. Now, the, you know, it doesn't. It's all credit to those people that were doing that, like you know what I mean. So there was a poll on Twitter the other day, yeah. I don't know who done it or put it up, and I'm just interested to see how it was. Right, vote Emery net to keep him or to sack him. Uh, there was six thousand votes. It was a hundred percent, Craig. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not. I think um, Ars blog done a vote as well. Oh, it got over yeah. over seventy thousand votes. That's a full stadium. Um, over seventy thousand votes, and it was overwhelmingly Emery out. Um, now you've so... got you've got professional footballers, right? That have, that love the Arsenal, that have played for Arsenal, and I'll, I'll name a few of them. Ian Wright questioning the tactics and everything about uh, uh, Uri Emery, and now Ian's very, very pro whoever it is in charge. You know what I mean? Like gives them the best sort of time. That David Hilly is another one that's been on Twitter this week saying, like, you know what I mean? He don't understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and he works for the club, by the way. Perry Groves come on the on on the radio and said you know the same sort of things in watered down version because he works for the club, you know. The, these Paul guys, Merson, Merson yeah. said enough. <laughs> well, Merson said enough. You know what I mean? We, you know he, he don't work for the club, like you know what I mean. So all these mm-hmm. play, people, all these players that have played for Arsenal, are turning around and saying they don't understand what the manager's doing. They don't get what he's doing. They don't get. Charlie Nicholas is another one, by the way. You know. Mm-hmm. They're not quite grasping what he's doing, you know what I mean? Like, and you just think to yourself, "Well, something's not right, boys." You know what I mean? Like, you know. But so, so at the end of the day, as we're going to go back to it now, I will never ever slag Emery off at the stadium again. Now, as far as I'm concerned, if there's a piss poor performance, right, I ain't going for him. It'd be the Cronkies for me or that Boulder, whoever's in charge, because they're watching what we're watching, right? Yep. And they're seeing a manager. Out of his depth. Yeah. Now I get that the fans, that the, the board, are not going to turn around and say, "Yeah, we're looking for a new manager." We're we're looking for a new manager now. But if they are not doing things behind the scene, that, that Stoke just got rid of their manager um, 
a couple of weeks ago, like yeah. Uh, a couple of days ago, sorry, and brought in uh, the, the Irish manager, Michael O'Neill. You don't think that they've just sort of said, I'll tell you what, we're sacking him and we're going to get him. Things are going on behind the scenes for that to happen. So, so let's hope that Arsenal uh, are playing a good a good game and all that. I don't want to hear, I, 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 you know, I feel bad about this. I had an argument with a fan after after the their last home game when he turned around and said, Arsenal can't have got to keep memory because they can't afford to sack him. You know what I mean? Arsenal cannot afford to sack a manager is the biggest crime since Dick Turpin was about. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, you know, because they are robbing us a blind. Mm. You know what I mean? If they're doing that and then sort of turn around and say they can't um afford to get rid of manager. They are mate that the reason that we moved to the Emirates Stadium was so that the football club can make three million pounds per game. Not per season, per game. So don't turn around and say, we can't afford to get rid of a manager. We can't afford to do that. They can afford to do it. Whether they choose not to, that's a different kettle of fish. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, this one from Lawrence. <laughs> Thanks very much, Lawrence. David Lewis equals Lichtensteiner 2.0. Couldn't argue um, with my more. Can't argue that. with that. Can't Absolutely not. Um, okay, let's, let's have a look at some of these questions. Um, this one comes in from Unique Seventy Nine. The question is: Would Mourinho have blown the leads that we have that we have in games? Um, in my opinion, probably not. No, definitely uh, not. Definitely, definitely not. not. Nah, no way. He's organised and he knows how to organise a team. Absolutely. Um, this one comes in from Natrum Guna. Question: Who is the man to take Arsenal forward? Well, if they were to sack him tomorrow. Um, I would be, I'm probably going to stir the shit pot here. I'm pretty sure I'm going to, but if, if they sacked Undai Emery tomorrow, there'd be two fellas I'd be interviewing straight away. And one of them would be Jose Mourinho and one of them would be Rafa Benitez. Dan? See, um, I'm going to disagree with that because I'd like a younger coach. So the two that I'd go for would be Julian Nagelsmann and Eric Ten Hag. Lee? Do you know what? I'm go- I'm not I'm not going to argue with you on the Rafinha Benitez one. I wouldn't argue that, but I would break the bank for Brendan Rodgers. A lot of people we, are saying Brendan Rodgers. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal are not. Let's get this right. Arsenal are not going to go out and buy big big money players. They're not going to do it. So what they're going to do? They've got to be coached and nurtured and, and brought for. We need a proper football coach that's going to make players better because I look at the team now we've got potential there I, I, I do like Willock but he's just sort of gone down a little bit at the moment Gwendozi but imagine if these boys were coached properly uh, into a proper unit and a proper way of playing I would think that they would be very very good um, yeah so that would be a game there Mikel Arteta you know um, I can't really say too much about that really Um what about someone like Eddie Howe? It's a good shout. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be somebody like that. Yeah, I wouldn't be up against that. You know, it's a very difficult thing, isn't it? Because it is. You look, it at is Sheffield really United, you look at the Sheffield United manager. You'd have uh, him. You would. He's doing fantastically well. But would you actually have the Wolves manager? I think we said that on another show last time was be a, you know, I look at him and I think, wow, what a great, great, what a great job he's doing at Wolves. 
You know, I like the Aston Villa manager, what he's doing at Aston Villa, but would they be able to do it at Arsenal? This is the big thing, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I think if you're going to go out of the box, I wouldn't be up... Do you know what? I wouldn't be up... Uh, Patrick Vieira would be would one that I would like to go... Well, I don't know the IX manager's name, but he would be another one that I would look at. Ten Hag, yeah. That's what I said, yeah. I like his hairstyle as well, so I'd go for it. <laughs> That's the same bar as you, mate, don't you? This one's for Lee. Uh, are you any good at darts and pool, Lee? Uh, I'm not bad. I'm I'm not bad. At, uh, I'm not. Nah. I'm, good. <laughs> You're no good. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're no good at those two sports, and you have a pool table with a dartboard stuck on the back of it behind you. When I, when I play, when I play this, like you know, I mean, I'm not bad. But when I get on the real real tables, I'm not. I'm not so good, like you know. And the pressure's on. Pressure's on. Um. Okay, I have to scroll back a bit here now. Oh, look, here we go. Um, some of these people, they want... Uh, as manager, Lee judges as manager and Red Ken as his number two. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we'll have a laugh. I'll tell you that now, like, you know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, they're all saying kind of uh, about the manager here that they wouldn't have this and they wouldn't have that. Uh, okay. Someone said there, would you take Simone? I, I wouldn't take Simone. No, I wouldn't either. Too defensive, but I, I you know, but, you know. So, so then someone's going to come back and say, oh, "Well, you want defensive, so I want someone that knows how to defend, but also attacks well as, as well." See, I want. I actually wanted Simeone before Emery. He was my number I did. one. Yeah, yeah. He was my number one because I actually thought he did does attack well. I saw Griezmann and Costa banging him in. I wasn't too devastated by their attacking play at all. But um, yeah, I thought he was. A, he's a, a bit of a hot head, um, which I quite like in a way. Very passionate. So I was quite happy with him. I'd rather have him than Mourinho. Put that way, here's a good one. Uh, Paul Brennan, thanks for your question, Paul. And thanks for watching, mate. Uh, what do you think of Socrates' comments saying that the captaincy don't matter? Um, well, Emery dropped him, so that says it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. But let's be honest, right? I, I, I can't see... I don't understand why the fans get up all up in arms about that, because I'll tell you why. The captaincy at Arsenal hasn't mattered for 10 years. So it's, it's quite clear. We've said that. We've said, it on, we've said it on previous shows. I mean, who remembers when Theo Walcott was made captain because it was his birthday? <laughs> Do you know? I think it was against Everton at the Emirates. It was his birthday. Um, and they gave him the captain's armband because it was his birthday. Uh, I mean, how can any fan get up in arms about what a player has said about the captaincy when the club is doing that? We haven't had a captain since Patrick Vieira, in my opinion. There's yeah, arguments yeah. out there. Cesc Fabregas. There's an argument for Robin Van Persie. There's an argument for Terry Henry. But for captain... Proper captain. Proper captain. A man that you saw leading out the Arsenal. And I used to see him on the telly leading out the Arsenal. I used to feel confident all the time when mm -hmm. he was walking out. When he walked out, of, when he walked out of that tunnel, look at won what the, he won the game in the tunnel, didn't you? Oh, really? look, look at, at what he used to do. Like that, that time he wound up Roy Keane in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many times did he do that, and we never saw it? When exactly. how many times did he do that, and we never saw it because it wasn't on Sky. We never saw the, you know, the things he used to do the, the, when he was on the pitch. He would die for that. He would have died on the pitch for Arsenal. When the free players, do you mean? When have you ever had? When have we seen a player like that since Vieira? And the three players you met, you mentioned after that, in terms of Henri, Van Persie, and Fabregas. As much as I loved them, they were the best three players at the club, so they got the armband. You know, once they'd left, we had Gallas 
That was a joke. You know, we've had uh, Arteta, Vermaelen, Mertesacker. The three of them didn't even play. They sat on the bench for most well, of the We've said. We've said. madness. I put, out, I put out on Twitter there the other day that for me, Aubameyang is the complete wrong choice to be captain. Um, we saw the reason why on Sunday. Or, who, uh, would you like, who would you like to see? If it was me, I'd have given it to Hector Bellerin. No, no argument. I'd have given put. I'd have put it straight on his arm. For me, he's a great he's been here the longest. He's very, you know, he's been here the longest. He knows what it means to be an Arsenal player, and the best, the, the most important thing of all, is in tune with the fans. Aubameyang is not a captain, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree with that. And I think since this has happened and all this nightmare stuff has happened with the captain, the one player who has come forward and made a lot of sense has been Hector Bellerin for me. So I'm with you there, Craig. And I'd like to have seen that. Um, Yeah, it's such a shame. There's no leaders out there, mate, is there? This is what makes me laugh. He wants to be five. People laugh. There's five leaders out there, you know? People are laughing at me in the comments for saying Bellerin. For saying Bellerin. Name me me another player. Yeah. Who's more? Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to laugh here, but my captain now, I, I would say, right, we need to be shaken up all the way. I'm going to go, right, Gwen Doozy, you can have it, 20 years of age, 2021. Yeah. Ton- yeah, Give it to him now. Leads by example. Um, and I'll just say, right, you know, that's that's what I would do. That that would yeah. be my captain there. The two captains, I, I, you know, I see them on Sunday. They're the two players pouring down with rain that stayed to the end clapping and, and walking around like, both distraught because we'd lost the game and then made sure that they come as captain that was Bellerin and Gwendozy. Yeah. All the others yeah. have gone off. You know, and, I mean? and the I, same are we talking about the Liverpool game? I do, I do, they just they do it. He done week, the same you know I mean? he done the same at Liverpool. I believe that um uh, a fan was uh, quite hurt uh, up at Anfield uh, when one of the goals went in they were all they were all celebrating uh, the goal going in a fan was hurt Bellerin saw that the fan was hurt and apparently at the end of the game went over and, um, you know, gave me, went, went over, made sure he was all right, gave him his shirt, all that business. People you, might you, say, that's not, that's, know, not a reason, that's not a reason to make someone captain. No, in, my book, in, in my book, it is. Do you know what they should do? And I'm not saying because, I, I, you know, we're normally at the back and all that, like, you know what I mean? But I believe that after every away game, that the players should give their shirts to, to the young kids or someone that's going there along, you know, going to the crowd, just give them to that. I know a lot of other teams do it and all that, but I, I think that that's something that they should do, you know. Right. Sorry, Lee, to come in here now. I, I've got to prove that. I really hate doing stuff like this, but this this comment here now. Uh, no, that's not it. Where's it gone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, here it is, yeah. There you go, Lee. Answer that. Nobody cares, cares about the clapping. Answer that. Well, I do. You know what I mean? Because I think you know. From from me, I go to, to, to games away from home. I just feel it's it's nice uh, a, a bit of appreciation. Listen, if they was winning every week, and, and they walked straight down the tunnel, it wouldn't be so bad. But you know, I think that times, I think it does. Listen, I think that it's it's important. From a, from a fan's point of view, that the that they feel that they think that the players care. Now, the, the way that they they show they care is by putting in a performance. But if they don't, if it don't go, it's it's just to just thank you for coming. And you know, listen, when you go to a show, at the end of it, they give you they always do the clap off at the end, don't they? You know, you know what I mean. And I just feel that it's something that that, that Arsenal players should do. I see it from other teams. I I, I watch Liverpool doing it. 
um, I, I see when you go to European games, the whole, you know, they all come up and, and sing along in the songs and all that, like, you know. I do think it is important. Um, uh, that is just personal. Now, listen, sometimes you don't appreciate when you've just lost to Sheffield United 1-0 and they're all coming over. You know I mean? You, you don't, you know, you don't want them. But I think that shows you a bit of metal when the crowd are telling you to, to F off and all that. Like. But there were a couple of the players on Saturday, um, I can't remember who it was, that were going, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And I do think that that is, 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 a, is mm. a good thing. Um, That's my, me personally, anyway. Top left, what a mug. Uh, am I on the left? Oh, no. Someone thinks I'm a mug. Oh. I'm on the bottom. <laughs> no, I don't give a monkeys. My feelings. Oh, they're so hurt. You're, you're right, Craig. No, I don't think I can carry on. <laughs> I think I might just jack it all in and call it a day. He's right. I'm a mug. Um, anyway, <laughs> give it to Ganosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do any worse, can he? Poor old Ganosaurus. Um, oh. Oh, no. There's a trend <laughs> going on now. Oh, yeah. my God. Jumping on the bandwagon now, oh. aren't they? Is, is it a boy or a girl? Because, uh, you know, if it's a girl, it's even worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I know. Um, I know that people who, you see, because I've done a lot of, you know, because of the mental health problems and all that, and I've done a lot of training courses and I've been to a lot of seminars. If you actually say something like that to someone, it means you actually quite like them. Is that right? That's right. What happens when they say they love you? Like well, it, well they probably still do like you. All oh, right. But it's better to it's better to be negative than to be positive sometimes because it oh. might get it might get you it might get you noticed as it has there you see there's a lot of comments I haven't seen but I saw them ones Craig the mug you're getting cold now aren't you Craig the mug mugs hold teas it's not all bad I love mugs um, welcome to the mug club Danny look at that, that. top left world class goalkeeper oh, goalkeepers okay. union Danny's on the lagers again. What, yeah. Why is it actually called mug a bad thing? Does anybody know? That's a good question because, like, you know, mug's quite handy, isn't it? A cup of coffee and all well, that. I thought, is, yeah, I mean, why, uh, why like a mug, it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I quite like why, a mug. Why is it? Why is that such a bad comment? Muggy, muggy, Craig, muggy. Craig, Craig the mug. Craig the mug. Yeah. Um, is that like? Um, I don't know. Is that? I think it. I think it's a thing where. Oh. Yeah, no. Hampshire Gooner, you know what I mean? Top, you yeah. know, and then, I'll get back to the main topic. Um, mm. oh, you know, I mean, look, you're exposed. I'm exposing the system, Craig. You're good. Yeah. Ah, look, I'm not. I'm not asking for people to do that, but get a trend on Twitter. Let's go, Craig from the same old Arsenal mug. Hashtag mug. I don't Let's know if you see it. Let's I don't know if you see it on Twitter the other day from our mate Jack when he was talking about all the. Uh, um, him and Ronnie Arani were talking about um, where all the, the slangs come from one for the road and uh, on the wagon and um, did you see that have you ever seen no, that no I didn't see that no get onto his Twitter it's fantastic where all those good? names come from like yeah very interesting I'm just going to bring a few up here now because it's good to do this greetings from Washington DC Nico greetings to you too Redskins um, man Nico let me know oh, Robert Redskins man coming from Washington it's got to be here's a question 
Mind you, they're as bad as bad as Arsenal. They this are. one comes in from Rico. What is it that Leicester have that Arsenal are clearly lacking um, on paper? We're much better, so why are we struggling? Got a decent Man- coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Manager, isn't it? Exactly that simple, isn't it? Manager's um, better. Absolutely. Uh, the coaching, management, who knows? Uh, we've got four minutes left. And the reason we've got four minutes left is I'll explain to why I cut them off. Um, it's because when I'm uh, editing the audio, I can only get an hour and a half on. So that's why <laughs> I cut them off. <laughs> Before, but if they go over an hour and a half, um, it causes me problems. Uh, this one comes in from uh, Patrick. What players will leave after this year? I'll go with Lacazette and Aubameyang. And Xhaka. And Xhaka. Xhaka and Torreira. And Torreira. Uh, and Torreira? Oh, dear. I hope mm. not. I think uh, they'll go. Well, Xhaka will definitely go. I think Mustafi will probably go as well. Um, I'll be amazed if Mesut Ozil stays. I think there'll be quite a few, if I'm honest, thinking about it. Uh, Ozil, yeah. I don't know. Bobby, realistically, where do we go and finish if Emery stays till the end of the season? Eighth. Oh, I was going to say eighth. Yeah, I was going to say eighth as well. There we um, go. Yeah. Uh, question. Uh, oh, yeah, Danny. Uh, Leno been linked with Bayern Munich. That's another one that's quite worrying, if you ask me, because Martinez the other night at Anfield. Everyone knows. He's not good um, enough, is he? <laughs> everyone knows I've been bigging up um, Martinez uh, for a long time. And then he goes and does that to me uh, at Anfield. It was absolutely <laughs> shocking. Uh, there was two of them, two of them goals that went in. I'm sure I would have done a better job with. Um, that one at the end, the Origi one, the equaliser. Oh my yeah, poor god! Goal, poor goal, poor goalkeeping. Poor goalkeeping. Uh, my mum can move quicker than that. Yeah, I've um, not rated the guy. I've not rated Martinez really. No. Um, or as or, or as someone said to me on Twitter the other night, who's that? Um, who's that porn star that does the football? Um, <laughs> she, she was on Arsenal fan TV, wasn't she? What's her name? Oh, what well, an Indian sort of girl, like yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Mia, Mia, uh, Mia yeah. or Maya? Oh, you know, yeah. Ben, yeah, well she, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My, my yeah. mate, my mate watches it. Yeah, uh, my mate watches yeah. it. Yeah. He, he was saying, he, he said to me that she had <laughs> saved it. She had, she, she had gone down much quicker. Um, <laughs> well, Martinez. Uh, Someone's already put it up there. Oh, right? yeah, Maya Kelly. Oh, no. I was nearly right. Yeah. I was nearly yeah. right. Bobby, dirty dog, you, Bobby, you dirty dog. I'll have yeah. to get back to my mate and tell him it's Alex, Michael. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, it's been absolutely, uh, again, therapy. Great therapy. Um, nearly 800 again live this evening. Um, unbelievable. Uh, thank you very good. much for your support. Disgusting. It's great, isn't it? Um, Guna Glenn. Well, everyone knows. Everyone knows yeah. her name. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm quite, quite surprised. Uh, oh, Nico says, I know who she is, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for watching. Um, Dan, thanks very much for your time, mate. A pleasure as always. Uh, yeah, judges, thanks, thank you very much indeed no uh, for coming on. Um, always good uh, to get the um, thoughts think, of you guys. Just think, if you don't have a good weekend this weekend, it's down to you. There you go. There's your inspirational quote of the day. If you don't have a good, if you don't have a good weekend, um, it's down to you. Another quality podcast. Thank you very much, Dave, uh, for your uh, lovely comments. Um, yeah, and if you haven't done already, um, I should have done this at the start of the video, really. But if you if you're still here and you're still watching uh, on YouTube, 
uh, hit the like button for us, um, please. Uh, it's not about views on YouTube. Uh, it's about the likes. The more likes you give, the higher we rank up, the more people um, we get in front of and uh, the chance to see us and find us. Um, once again, thanks for, to you all. We'll see you again uh, in two weeks. We'll have a week off next week, I think, um, because of the international break. Uh, is it two weeks or one week? One week. One week. We'll have a week off then next week. Saturday, uh, Saturday Southampton at home is the next game, isn't it? Right now? The following Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, until we see you then, not much more to say. Uh, until we see you then, up the Arsenal. Take care of yourselves and each other. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.